0: Ten and nine. You want and I want the truth! Ten and nine. You want and I want the truth! Get ready for two guys who can handle the truth! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! But we can! Dave Palumbo. Chris Aceto, RXMuscle.com presents Heavy Muscle Radio! Watch oh, out! Awesome. Welcome to another episode of Heavy Muscle Radio. I'm Dave Palumbo, and I'm joined as always by the technician Chris Ascido on this March 30th, 2020 apocalyptic evening. Chris uh, just gets crazy and crazier, huh? That's the cleaning schedule for Airbnbs for April. Six, six bookings. You, you even got six bookings. That's pretty amazing. Last April, I probably had who's uh, even traveling at this 70, point. I'm huh?
1: I'm surprised you have any. You know, how many people are I'm dead serious. I will send you copy and paste, Dave. Hi, I live in New York City. Do you have anything I can rent for April
0: and May? Oh, people are trying to get out of New York City. Oh, okay. I got you. A lot of people want two yeah, months. You, yours months. are expensive. Your, your, um, Not your right rentals. now. You want to come to Portland?
1: I'll give you a. You can stay one night in my place. All right. For under 100 bucks and get wow. a, a jug of fiber lies and mineralize. <laughs> de- mineralize. Well,
0: yeah, have you dropped the price purposely? Oh, my God. To nothing. No, but why, though? Because there's no business. Right. But have you noticed that that increased your business at all? Probably not. Nothing. No, because the people that could afford to stay there would have stayed there for 300 bucks a night if they just people, not gonna travel. People
1: are not doing anything.
0: No, they're hiding away. They're hiding away, people. It's because no. they got because the, the media's got everyone scared shit. Well, maybe they should be. Maybe, maybe we don't. I even think know we don't know. know. No, we, but people are dying, but it's not even the people that are dying. I mean, I'm afraid. To, I'll tell you why I don't want to get the thing. I think I your can kids. be the thing. your kids. You no, know Yeah, but I, I think the kids will be fine. I think that the reason I don't want to get it is because I think that there's going to be. I people having resi- no. I think people are having residual damage from it. I think there's fibrotic. Meaning? This fibrotic yeah. you know, uh, yeah. damage to the lungs, you know. So you might not die from it, but who knows, you know, how it's gonna affect you five, ten years from yeah. now with breathing. You know, people are always saying, you know, all the conspiracy theorists, and I I I I have listened to them all and I'm I don't think that I don't discount them as not being valid because I think so a lot of them it's valid. Mm-hmm. But everyone's like, oh they 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 put this virus out there because the trade, Trump's trade war. No, they want now because they want, yeah, that, that was the big one. But they want everyone to get vaccinated. People will demand
1: to be vaccinated. Oh after and
0: then the vaccinations will, will infect people with whatever they think they people are going to put in the vaccine. Colombo put it out there. He wants to sell his yeah. supplements. Now, listen, listen. I, I think people got it all wrong. It's not the vaccine we have to worry. Everyone's always worried about vaccines, right? Right. Yeah. I, if they're gonna if they're gonna put something into our brains to control us, right?
1: Yeah, they're
0: gonna put it in the virus. They made the virus. The virus is man made. They know that it's man made. I have people telling me, sending me things that it's not man made, and that but, but. it is. Go listen to um, I, I mentioned last week, Dr. Paul uh, Cottrell. Uh, no, no relation to Porter control Dr. Paul Cottrell. He he's been studying this this virus they, for the last ten years. They've been manufacturing this virus. It's an all the all the as Bleckman would say, all the nutrition, all the journal studies. They've been doing this because they do research on these on these viruses, and then and they manufacture. Them. They add a little piece of this one and a piece of that one, and they take the HIV targets, you know, to, to so that it can uh, it can stick to the cell membrane, uh, you know, entry points better. We manufacture we. Someone manufactured this. They manufactured it in Wuhan, China. That's that's well, where it they, came they, from. Now, whether they, they released it purposely or by accident, I don't know.
1: Well, they didn't. It doesn't matter. They didn't. They didn't. It's one. It's here, and two. People say, "Oh, yeah. it doesn't matter." They didn't manufacture the Spanish fucking flu,
0: right? right. But this is the you reason know, the why it bu- with the bubonic, but, bubonic you know, plague. But the reason why this is so easily caught, Chris, is because we've man, we've they've fabricated this thing so that it can. Be, well, if we
1: didn't have a flu shot, that would be easily caught.
0: Yeah, ben, not really. Not really. Not as easily as this thing. This thing, you you, you blow, and, and 10 people get it, you know? What? Um, did you see these lunatics that are, like, sneezing and coughing on people on purpose? No. I'll put you well, in jail for that. it
1: would be nuts. What, what country are they from? No,
0: from our country. Of only crazy. Only people from our <laughs> country are crazy <laughs> enough to do that. What did
1: I tell you about Bob Gruskin? He's just scare <laughs> the shit out of me with what?
0: Oh, he His was uh, also a talk. No, he
1: used used to tell me all the time. Bob Gurskin, my coach, Mm -hmm. used to tell – he used to scare the hell out of me. I'd say, Bob, please stop talking about it. I'm serious. I just thought of this. Right. Is he used to tell me, well, one day one of these viruses we're not going to be able to come up with a a quick fix for – he used
0: to be into, into it. Yeah. Like you know, because he was a biologist, microbiologist. I heard he fell and he uh he broke. Did he break his hip? What did I tell you? You, I, want to tell me you told me that. Yeah. And what he, did I tell you? He broke his hip. And he's in a. He's in like. And he's a in a nursing place. home in a rehab I think, place. I think he's in a rehab place.
1: Yeah. Okay, so he's the one who always used to tell me, you know, uh, be careful the the flags.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's what I call it now—the plague. I don't call it the the, the, the virus. I call it. Maybe he's
0: not it. Maybe he's not as bad because someone told me that they were. uh, Jerry Scalise got some pictures out of his house, not personally. Someone else who's been helping Bob handle his affairs, I guess, must have pulled the pictures out. I don't know. We we. You should try to get some pictures. You probably have some
1: great pictures. uh, Yeah, he took ten thousand photos of me, black and white. That's better than the
0: Blackman files. Of course. He
1: was. He was. uh, he was a one-stop shop dude. He was. He would. He would. He was a tanning expert. Can you imagine the the files he, he must have there, the pictures in there? In, he used to throw them in the refrigerator. Did you ever see the fridge? Because it oh, never no, developed
0: them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: These giant.
0: He'd have rolls film. and rolls. People yeah. don't even know what film is nowadays. Chris. No, I know. I know. They would only know. It's, it's, it's I know. It's like film. film sounds I know. like tough. when when you say Moved. film to like a kid nowadays, it's like saying to us black and white TV. You know? Yeah. Oh yeah. and we even know it a black and white because we had black and white TVs, but you know we didn't you know w- when I was a kid, if we had a black and white TV because it was just because we were too cheap to buy a color TV, there was an option. but when some people know, our parents remember when the first color black and white TV was uh, was released. Yeah. people for people who don't understand what we're talking about, they yeah. didn't always have TV with colors. <laughs> Everything <laughs> was in black or white you know, it was, it was um, like a, a newspaper.
1: Yeah, you uh, listen. I'm my mind is wrapped around the plague because yeah. I'm thinking Australia almost burnt down, um, California almost burnt to bits. Mm-hmm. The the hurricane hurricane season is like we have category fours
0: and fives now. Right. Uh, yeah, but they had that in the past. People try to think like we're being cursed or something like no. the, And now we got the plague. Yeah, the plague's back.
1: I have stocked up on toilet paper, but not coffee.
0: So this way, if it was really a plague, they'd be killing a lot more people. The, the problem with this, with this thing is it's just too goddamn catchy. And we, and the reason, look, if it, if it didn't reco- let's say this, this virus didn't affect the respiratory system. Let's say it affected, you got rashes all over your body, like, like the measles or something like that. Yeah. Okay. And it wasn't, and some people died from it just because, you know, it ravaged yeah. their body, but, but it didn't affect your breathing. They wouldn't be that concerned about people getting it, Chris, because the, the hospitals wouldn't be overrun because Which there wouldn't be any... life support you have to put people on. Yeah. Well the ventilator is- issue is is crazy because if you can't breathe because of this thing for, for whatever a week or 10 days, you gotta put be put you know, on a ventilator. And if they don't have enough ventilators, then people have to die because they have to pick who to put the on the ventilator. And if they get a, if it's between you and me or some 20-year-old kid, they're gonna put the 20-year-old kid on the ventilator and they're gonna let you and I die. That's exactly
1: what's happening in Italy and Spain.
0: Yeah, and that's it's a sick thing that we don't have enough of these things. But you know, my my question is: All right, now they got GM making them, right? Apple's making ventilators. Dyson, 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 the vacuum cleaner guys making. What are they going to do with all these ventilators when when the thing's over? They're going to have like four million ventilators. Save them
1: for the wave. You know, I've already heard of wave. You've heard like, well, this could be like
0: a seasonal event. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. But uh, I heard if Sylvia Brown predicted it will come back in ten. years. It'll mysteriously disappear and then come back in ten years, and then we never see it again. So yeah. So people are sending me all this conspiracy um, videos about you know China releasing this thing, and now that they're they've cured everyone over there because they've isolated everyone so now they've they've based everyone back to work there. So now they're going to sell all the medical supplies. Right,
1: and buy buy the American stocks ten cents on a dollar. Yeah, I guess I don't know. Well, they you know, we need,
0: masks. we need uh, we need the uh, stuff that what is the sanitizing, you know, gel on your hands, whatever. We well, don't have enough of that. Uh, you know, I've had three people already, two of my clients, contact me and say you need masks. I have I I can get a hundred thousand masks. These are people in other countries. I, I know a bodybuilder who just bought like four thousand masks. Really?
1: Yeah.
0: I don't know what to do with them though. I don't know. The, I, I also have a guy who wants to, who has these quick test kits, you know, the, the, the coronavirus got a hundred thousand of those. So you I feel Bill like, I, I, no, <laughs> no, yeah. I feel like the, I feel like back in the old days of steroids, you know, uh, the guy would be like, you "All right, the I got, market. You found the I, market. Got a, I got, got fill 300 it. GH kits. I don't need What am I going to do with 300 GH kits? Well, I'll give them to you on the cuff. You know, you said, so yeah. pay me for it. Yeah, oh, but, is that how it
1: worked? You could get them up front. Yeah.
0: Well, you know, if you if you buy enough, sometimes people would be crazy. I I knew these German guys. They used to give me. They used to drop stuff off at me. They would. This is before nine eleven. They would come in with suitcases and stuff, and they would just say, "Here, take it. Pay us next month." God, <laughs> God. Anyone know?
1: No, but it'd be nice to do real estate. The
0: problem like is if I knew if I knew the right people. to – In other words, I was a bodybuilder then. If I knew the right people to buy the quick test kits and the, and the masks, I would actually I'd actually import them. Call one of the governors. I was gonna call competing. you and say Chris, oh, you are to...
1: competing with each other to, yeah. to, you know, get masks and get ventilators and I get know.
0: medical equipment. And the testers, they don't have enough testers either. I say, Chris, I was gonna call say you up and say, you know, you wanna uh, you wanna go in with me on this deal? We'll buy a hundred thousand quick test kits. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll we'll resell them to the Trump administration.
1: Well, we probably could, but it's probably illegal right now. They'd, they'd make it illegal on? They would just take one from Yeah, One We say we we only made like we we only made four thousand dollars total. that say yeah.
0: you know whatever section something something <laughs> under the law. <laughs> There's a raid. There was a raid on the on, on Dave yeah. Palmo's house. They took a hundred masks, quick test kits, and yeah. masks. <laughs> <laughs> governmental property. Exactly. If the, I guess, if they
1: can get GM to make ventilators, they can force them. Then they can force us to make no well, profit on the masks.
0: I don't want to even. I don't even touch them. I just just tell me who wants them. We'll ship them direct. We'll drop ship them there. So, I don't know. The, the whole thing is, is very uh, disturbing. Obviously, and uh, we're all still stuck in our houses. And we knew this wasn't going to last just two weeks. And uh, it's going to probably last, you know, a couple I months. News.
1: I get news it ain't going to last. You're not going to be going out, you know, in six weeks to you know Flanagan's restaurant in Florida and eating no. next to a million people.
0: No, no. I tell yeah. everyone my life hasn't really changed much, aside from the fact that I like to go out to eat. I haven't gone out to eat, but yeah. I'm still doing the same thing I always do. Yeah.
1: Well, you're Unique. I mean, well, Jay I'm said, lucky. I said, I, have a Jay said, I'm, I'm, I said, Jay said, uh, you know, I'm, I said, well, you have socially other than going out for business, Jay. You're socially inept. I mean, you don't have. I mean, he doesn't socialize with people. You know what
0: I mean? Yeah. Now he's like us. So I, you know, I have a big piece of property. Obviously, I've got a pool. The weather's great down here. Now my kids have been going in the pool every day. Uh, You know, my kids are really not in school like yours were, where I have to worry about them falling behind. I told you, we're
1: we're right back to square one. Homeschool. Ding, 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 ding. They went to bed at nine thirty tonight, two hours before Logan.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. At least, at least two hours. because they
1: got to be up to, yeah. you know. My son's thing is, I got to give him, the only
0: way I get him in bed is I got to give him the, he, he can go in bed with the iPad. And then I put my daughter to bed and when she falls asleep, I go in and I, and I beg him to give me the iPad back next <laughs> I'm like no, You're not going to get it tomorrow. It's 11 o'clock. It's 1130. Give me the iPad, go to sleep. And then the of course, is- he does a ritual. He gives me the iPad finally. Daddy lay here for two minutes. I lay there for 10 minutes. Go back, go into the game room, you know, down the hall. He comes in three, 30 seconds later. I, I, I need a drink. All right, take a drink. Okay. Go back. I talk him in. He comes back two minutes later. I got to pee. All right, yeah. go pee. Daddy, uh, you know, come in here. All right. Yeah. Welcome back. Uh, I want to just say good night to you. You know, he, this goes yeah, on like... Stalling tech- techniques. Stalling techniques, yeah.
1: And you're a sucker for him. I
0: used to be a sucker I'm screaming at him. He doesn't listen. He doesn't care. He, does not, he has no fear of me. The only... The, the fear is the iPad. I'm like, all right, no iPad tomorrow night. You don't feel
1: like me. I tell my kids, even at 16, 14, I said, I'll, I'll, I'll put you out of the house and the coronavirus is out there. <laughs> Mike,
0: my, my, they don't understand the ramifications yet, Mike, the yet. Your so kids, the the kids, My son Your kids do. Monsters are out there at that age. <laughs> all right. <laughs> the monsters. But but monsters. I, I got i gonna. I want to give someone a. a we got to change the mood of the of the show. I don't want to be a negative show. There's a great show. You're a Netflix guy, Chris, um, so you could appreciate this. The show is called The Tiger King. Have you seen it? No. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I no. I heard about it today. You, about you it must. Today, yeah. You must. The big rave. You must go see it on Netflix. I'm pulling it up right now. Hold on. A second. Okay. The Tiger King is this. Is it's, the, reason I wa- <laughs> the reason I'm actually even watching it is someone, someone told me, Dave, you got to watch this. It's like it's perfect for like uh, you can relate to it because they think I'm like a nutcase with the animals and everything like that. <laughs> like, what, what are you talking about? And uh, they're like, you're going to love this show. I'm like, all right, all right, all right. I'll take a look at it. So
1: is it a movie or is it a, it's a documentary?
0: This guy spent like 10 or 20 years like making this thing. I don't know. It was a long time. And these fucking crazy people who keep big cats they're like you know these like wild tigers and lions yeah. and stuff like that and it centers around three <laughs> or four main people but the one guy um joe exotic who you can see in the little you the should
1: little
0: get thing. him on the show yeah yeah he's <laughs> i think he's in jail now um i don't want to ruin the show for anyone but you gotta you gotta watch the thing he's out of his fucking mind he's gay Openly gay, married to two guys, living in Oklahoma in this like this exotic zoo he built, and then there's one girl, this one woman, Carol Laskin, who's a fucking nutcase too, who supposedly killed her husband. She's in, I think, my uh, Tampa or something like that, and she's she's like one of these PETA like you know, pet people. She has a rescue for these cats, but she's against the people like Joe Exotic who breed the the cats so that people could take pictures with the little cubs and everything like that, yeah. and. <laughs> It, 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 they're the most insane people you've ever seen. You, 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 you not believe the stuff that, that when you watch this, you'll be like, I can't believe these people are so crazy. They make but bodybuilders look like we're completely normal. I was just going to ask
1: you to compare And there's them.
0: another nut, there's another nut, um, who's in this uh, thing. They, his, he calls them he rena- they all have their own names, they all have their own names. The, the guy is—he's called him the Bhagavan Doc Antle. He's like the first guy who ever, who ever really got into the big cats. He's like the the guru of big cats, and he has a 50, a 50 acre animal preserve in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Uh-huh. He has like four wives or five wives living on the on the compound there. He gets these young girls who come, and they like just he he pays like they pay like nothing. They pay like hundred dollars a week for the work there, and they work like. 18 hours a day taking care of these cats and these girls fall in love with him he's a good looking guy he's got long blonde hair he looks like he thinks he's the, like the messiah you know mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's like you know another lunatic you know he's got like elephants on his property and he's been doing this like his whole life and these people make big I guess he makes pretty big money you know um, the, the woman Carol Laskin who's trying to put all these people out of business these big cat people who breed the cats and everything like that She's you know, she married this guy who had millions and he was a cheater or whatever. And he you know, sheeps they think she had him whacked or something like that and fed him to the lions or <laughs> something. She- <laughs> <laughs> They're all but one all as they lay out whoever made the documentary is brilliant. He spent a long time doing it, and he you see him on the on the thing, and he tells about you know how he got into this whole thing and doing it and how he met these people. And <laughs> the irony of the whole thing is that the reason he even got into doing big cats is he was out at my friend Tom Crutchfields, who's a reptile guy, who's like a, a crazy reptile guy out in Miami and he was shooting some documentary on reptiles there and and he's some some lunatic pulled up to buy a reptile and he, in the back of his van he had this this huge like cat. snow leopard. He's <laughs> like, What the hell is this? He goes, oh, I drive around with it. <laughs> he's he's like, I have to find out about this the people who keep these big cats and oh my god. It, it it it's a whack wacky wacky uh, d- documentary it's really good everyone's talking about it you know and i I'm like you know, i had to take a look at it i'm like i love animals and stuff like that so but the character, you, you can't make these up there's no doubt Chris that this will be a, a major uh hollywood movie at some point there's well, there's no everywhere. way it can't be it's everywhere already i mean that's yeah. when you mentioned
1: it yeah. i said oh, i just saw I've something watched,
0: CNN about it i'm on the episode 3 i don't know how many episodes it is but it's uh it just keeps getting, it just keeps getting crazy. Just when you think that they, they've they told you everything that you could possibly know, and you're like, Oh, it's gonna get boring now. It, it gets and, crazier, and I, it gets crazier. I can't believe it, but it, it does. And uh, the antics, <laughs> and the one guy, Joe Exotic, who's he, this guy is maniacal against this woman. He, when, when her, hus- her husband, you know, the whole thing about the husband disappearing. He made like a music video. He like sings this guy, and he was like showed. Her, he found some woman who looks like this woman, and he had her feeding like pieces of meat to like the to the tiger, saying it's like her husband. <laughs> she caught up in the meat grinder. <laughs> People are really, really nuts. So and
1: when are you going to get a cat? Because I mentioned it when I was down. No, I,
0: I said that before. I've always said. I, 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 when I was of, down
1: there, I, when I, I was down there, I said, if you remember. First time I came, I said, "Dave, how long after I saw the snake zoo yeah. at your house?" I said, "How long before you expand this to a real zoo with cats mm-hmm. and elephants and everything else?" And I was serious. I, I was dead serious because Amanda got nervous when I mentioned it. <laughs> I think she didn't want to have have yeah. me encourage you in any yeah, way.
0: Yeah, yeah. I uh, yeah, I, you know, I love. I always said that my dream would be to have a Siberian tiger. You know, one of those white ones. The yeah. white tigers that the, you know, Ziegfeld Roy had. And the problem is it's like the same thing. Look, they, they have these albino alligators now. Have you seen these things? Yes, yeah. They're gorgeous. And I would love to have one of those because they're, when they're young, they're, they're cute. They're like little like lizards almost. They were. <laughs> and then you look and see what they look like when they get bigger. Oh, of course. They're enormous. They're enormous. They're, I mean, legitimately, like, it's a real alligator. And people don't realize that, but it's a big it's a big creature that can do a lot of damage, you know, to someone. So that becomes – the reality kind of kicks in at that point. You're know, right? like, I can't do this in good conscience. What about what fucking nuts, you know? But there's a lot of nutty people out there, you know? Um I'd love to have it. It sounds good in theory, but, you know, I'd rather have a park that I can. That's why I, I, I think these guys are fine that they'd have these big cat parks because mm-hmm. I think it's great. I took my kids to a cat rescue we have here in, um right in uh, Punta Gorda here, right around the corner from us. And it was cool. They got to see lions and tigers up close. And they these are, this was a, a, one of the rescue places where, you know, people, nutcases who keep the stuff, they come and take it away. And then it goes to one of those parks for the rest. Isn't it
1: amazing the how many people have them?
0: Because you know what, there's a there's a very there's a big underground trade evidently on this, um, and you could pretty from what I, from what I understand, you can pretty much get whatever you want if you really put your mind to it. The problem is that you know, there's the albino alligators, by the way. The problem yeah, is that, that albino alligator, I can tell oh, already, great. right? Oh, I love it. Yeah, but you know what? I, what if it ate my kids? Like you know. <laughs>
1: Well, we said we were worried about – right on the river there. We were worried about alligators eating your kids when we first pulled up to your house. Yeah.
0: I, I was um, – we've been going – My I told you I bought the property next door to me, and there's like a dock there. So we've been going down there the last couple of days with the fishing rod. And I got to tell you, you know, I throw, I throw fish food in the water. I, I haven't really seen too much. I saw a soft-shell um, Florida turtle. I don't know if you've seen them. This thing was like four feet. I – videotaped the thing, and for some reason it didn't. I it was oh, the, sometimes you think you're videoing and you're actually yeah yeah mad, yeah. Often you it off and it's actually starts yeah. videoing. Yeah, that's what I told one of those. It was huge. I wanted no, to show I love them. that. Like, oh, it's great! My daughter was going nuts. I'm like, look at that! Look at the size that thing. And then I saw Chris. You know, you know, I want I, since I moved down here, I want to get fish tanks. So I kind of miss my fish tanks, but I have so many snakes, and I'm like, I don't really need anything else to clean. You know, got enough to clean. So. I'm in the I'm in this I'm on the dock and I'm looking in the water and all of a sudden my wife and I are like I don't believe it and one of my favorite aquarium fishes is an Oscar they're, they they you know they get about maybe twelve inches they're gorgeous you know they it's a it's a it's a, everyone who has tropical fish knows what an Oscar is there's two of them swimming they're swimming in this thing in my backyard this you must have went nuts backyard. I couldn't believe it. I have it on video I put it on my Instagram couldn't believe it. Two Oscars, so people must release fish into these. Oh, these sure. are Amazonian, you know, fish. Yeah. People release them. I saw some other. We saw a Placostomus catfish, which is another aquarium thing. It had to be this big. There's, I have tropical fish. I just don't. I didn't know it. They're in my backyard. Do you have
1: uh, manatees in the backyard?
0: No, because it's not really. I don't. I think it's It's only brackish water. I don't know. I I don't think they they, they like brackish. Manatees. Yeah. I don't know if they can. I don't know if there's direct. There's. I don't. There is direct golf access, but there's like some bridges, so I don't know if they can get through. Yeah. I'm pretty deep in the canal system, but it's fresh enough. The water, obviously, that I'm seeing freshwater fish in there, and I saw something else that looked like a like a red devil. So I. These are all fish that I would keep in an aquarium. I, they're in my backyard. <laughs> so you just need one long stick with a big net. That's right. I got to get a net. But I saw so I was fishing, but I'm then fishing with like white bread, you know, like little roll up the white bread and put mm-hmm. it in there. But because the fish will eat anything, pretty much. There are alligators. We haven't, we didn't see any in the past couple of days. I've seen alligators basking before. So bait in the water, once catch any fish. No, I didn't because it's been the, the, the I don't know why they just haven't uh, there wasn't that many. We saw a couple like we saw a couple. There was a lot of little you know small little cichlids and stuff like that. You can't really catch. You'd have to like you said scoop them out with a net. But I saw some big ones swimming by, and I'm like, oh, I got to get those. If it was up to I'd probably get you know I'm addicted person. I could be out there for sixteen hours. Of you course, know, of course. With a real I now got to get a real fishing rod. I got to get I got to get all the equipment. So <laughs> I'll, but I'll do catch and release. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to keep them. They're happy, obviously in that big water body of water that's behind me, but it's pretty cool to know that the, that the things that you are interested in are actually right there. They're living right with you. Right. Because as every fish tank or every Aquarius, and there's a lot of people, I'm sure, I know we have a lot of body bowls. One of my clients actually has discus fish and he's in Australia. Anyone who keeps, you know, aquarium fish, the, as you keep fish longer and longer, you want bigger and bigger tanks because the bigger the tank, the bigger the fish will grow because the fish grow to the size of the aquarium and the bigger the fish you can have because you have a bigger tank. And even if you have a, even if you you like small fish, it's great to put like a thousand small fish into a big tank Mm -hmm. too. So to have like, uh, you know, a a trillion gallons in your backyard flowing through, you know, with, with all the same fish in there, you just have to be smart enough to be able to spot them it's almost like bird watching. You know, it's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. All right, let's. I want to mention also Greg Valentino, who, as you know, had that uh, cancer surgery, and his he had tons his his, his tonsils had cancer in them and the back of his throat muscles had cancer, and they removed all that, and then they took out some lymph nodes. If you saw that cut in his neck, that was the lymph nodes they removed. So he started bleeding. Did you? I don't know if you saw his Instagram. Did you? No. Oh, I'm gonna put it up there. Hold on. So he started bleeding a couple of days ago, and they took him to Westchester County Medical Center, which is where, I, ironically, where I went to medical school. He's like, "Oh, I was there at Grasslands." I'm like, "Holy shit, that's where I, I lived there for like three years." You know, when I was in med school, and they, uh, because that's, I guess, the closest big hospital to his house, and they quarterized him, and he woke up with a breathing tube down his throat ventilator and it wasn't because he has because he had uh coronavirus because he doesn't he actually got tested and he freaked out like he was like get this thing you know no one wants a, a vent down your throat i mean it's not like the fun, most fun thing to do but he was pat you know like when they put you out they paralyze your body they give you something to par- so he couldn't move so he couldn't move and he couldn't and, and he had this ventilator down and he's awake and he's like trying to tell him get this fucking thing out of my throat and they wouldn't do it. He said they were very uh, mean to him and abusive. And I don't know if it was just because he was out of his mind. You know, sometimes you you don't even realize it. you're out of your freaking mind in these hospitals because you know look what he's going through, right? So yeah. he told, supposedly, as soon as the 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 anesthetic wore off that was paralyzing him, he got up and ripped the ventilator out of his throat, and he broke the the constraints that they had about him <laughs> like the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> and the people they were trying to they were screaming at him, you know, and he and the problem is the hospital is they don't let any visitors come in because of the coronavirus so he somehow got a phone call out to his girlfriend to come pick him up and uh, he got out of there but he was scary he said he was bleeding so much in his throat he was pulling out clumps of blood that were he said like pieces of liver that's how big that's how big these clumps were so, so what is his uh he talks to the prognosis. godfather now cuz his you know, prognosis i don't know I hopefully they got it all. The only reason he had to go back is because he was bleeding. I don't know why it was bleeding. If it just maybe something opened up and they had to re-quarterize it or something like that. What, what, what was what was the trigger that you know? Okay, I, I got something wrong. Like how did he had know? a little thing at the back of his throat when he was swallowing? He was he was feeling it like there was like, like something scar. like Yeah, back I mean, there.
1: yeah stuck. Yeah,
0: and so when he went to the doctor, she said, "Oh, it's probably just a little." You know, they thought it was like a HPV like type of thing. They would just kind of pop it out, and that was it. And then when, so when they removed it after the first surgery, which was a very minor surgery, and they biopsied it, they 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 saw it was cancerous. Which and even the, the surgeon who took it out told him, "She's like, I couldn't believe it. I really didn't expect it." You know, usually they always give you the worst case scenario. Yeah. they're like, "Oh, yeah. it's going to be fine. Don't oh. worry about it." And it turns out it was cancer. And so he had the rest of it removed, all the surrounding tissues, the lymph nodes. I guess they got to test those to see if there was any spread. Hopefully, there isn't. We'll find out. Hopefully, I'm, I'm trying to get him on the show Tuesday. But like I said, he sounds like Maul and Brenda from The Godfather. He's like, oh, yeah, he's got that voice. You can't really talk yet, you know. And it's, you know, it's a nightmare. Who the hell wants to go to the hospital? First of all, no one wants to get cancer surgery to begin with. But during this time period, you know, where yeah. – coronavirus nuts, so you can't have any visitors there. No, It's like you're all alone. You think you're in a fucking nut house. There. Well, it's Westchester, too, which is a hot spot. Yes. Yeah, it's a it's big... Hot fire. Fire. You know what and I mean? Probably the, why the, they were very requires aggressive. requires
1: ventilators, which is in hard demand. It's in Westchester, which is like a hot spot. All of it is crazy. Yeah.
0: Well, I, I'm sure that's why they also were so aggressive with him. I, mean, he, I think he felt that he was, he was mistreated there. I'm sure I'm going to get the whole story, but I think he was felt he was mistreated, but he he probably was mistreated in the sense that they, they, they you know, he's pulling ventilators out of his throat. They, they're like, you know, we we can't be dealing with this nutcase, you know. And you, you know you do become nuts because of that. I I can understand he's he's scared, you know, and he's you wake up alone. You know, his girlfriend's not there, his family's not there because they don't let anyone in. You think that uh, you know he's start getting paranoid about what's going on, right? Yeah, of course. So. Do they put you under all of it it's oh yeah it's scary you know when you wake up from anesthesia you want to feel very relaxed and 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 okay here's my family here's my this this is what happened you know but it's a zoo at that hospital you know there's no these these people i look i have i'm friends with a lot of doctors and they're they're working like 16 18 hour shifts yeah and they still can't you know they still are not working enough they're getting 7 days a week they're going they're, they're not i mean it's crazy I, my one friend, our one friend Susie, her, I don't even know if I'm supposed to even say this, but her, one of our partners just walked out. He's like, I'm not doing this anymore. He quit because he's afraid of the coronavirus. Yeah. So, anyway, that's, uh, so we want to once again send out more well wishes out to Greg Valentino. I'm pretty sure he's a tough dude. He'll be back and uh, back and better than ever. (laughs) <laughs> so, what is it? Can we talk about bodybuilding? Is there anything to talk about, really? I mean, do we this we don't know anything. I mean, is this at this point? I don't even know if there's going to be a season. I'm still training everyone as if there is, because you know what? This thing could break in a month, and everything can go back to normal. I don't know. What's your what's your suspicion? Did I lose you, Chris? I think I lost him. I'm talking my my ass, and I lost Chris Tassino. all right let's see hopefully we got him back it's a crazy time out there i know a lot of you guys are afraid but look what's coming what's come out lately is that you know the therapies that we've talked about okay that i've discussed zinc specifically chelated zinc and you can get that in my demineralized formula and i only say that because it's because you don't want to just take zinc. You need to take all the vitamins, all the minerals, okay, and because that's going to fortify your immune system. So if you take a supplement like that, you don't have to use mine, but if you use the mineralized, okay, it has the zinc in there. Now, the zinc, we know, inhibits the replicase enzyme, okay, which is the enzyme that helps the virus replicate. And that's how the virus basically amasses strength in your body by replicating itself. It uses our cells to make more of itself. And if it can't do that then your immune system just gobbles it up and eats it up the problem with zinc is it can't get into the cell because it's positively charged it's a positively charged um, ion and only negatively charged ions go readily into the cell so we use these you need to use something what we call an ionophore ionophore's open up a channel where these positively charged ions can get through a very very readily available one is quinine okay they're writing prescriptions for something called chloroquine. Chloroquine is, they give 500 milligrams a day and that opens up that channel, but they have a limited supply of it. You have to go to a doctor to get that. If you want to do something as a home remedy, you can buy quinine pills like on amazon.com or something like that. You can buy diet tonic water. I tell people six ounces a couple times a day of that. You can use regular tonic water. which has got sugar in it, but you know, I like diet tonic water and you can mix it with anything. You don't have to just drink it straight. People are like, oh, it tastes terrible. I actually like the way it tastes. You can mix it with diet soda, you can put juice, whatever you want to do in there. I mean, if you want to make it taste good. I mean, that's the use with mixed drinks. I mean, people drink, you know, uh, vodka and totem, you know, uh make Martinis out of it. So um you could do whatever you want with it. But the the combination of the zinc and the quinine, okay, is very good at inhibiting. Okay, this virus from replicating. Now, so, you know, I always telling people to use it if you get the virus. But a lot of people now that some of the, at least some of the literature I've been reading, says that it's not a bad idea to use it. Okay, as a prophylactic. In other words, before you get the virus. I think we got Chris back. We got you back, Chris. I'm back. Internet surge, Dave. Oh. Okay. At least you got internet over there. Bizarre. Assume we won't have internet. No one wants to work. Can you imagine if the internet crashed?
1: How many people are on the internet now compared to
0: where on two weeks ago? It's got to be more people. Matt, can you imagine if we had this thing going on and there was no internet? Like, think about if this was like thirty years ago, like, and we had this this outbreak. I mean, how would people even? We'd we all be glued to the television set. We'd be
1: experts in like Monopoly and like playing games at home because nobody. Right,
0: I'm just saying, we, would be, we would be glued to the internet, is what we would be glued to. To the
1: TV. I mean, to the
0: TV, excuse me. And yeah. then. And uh,
1: it'd be black and white, no less.
0: Yeah. And we'd have to wait three months to get the uh, updates about, about what happened in the bodybuilding world. Black, yeah. like, ah, let's do a yeah. special edition. <laughs> get it out in six weeks. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: right? You would you wait. Know, for those magazines. you like, oh, what's, what's, the, ha- what's
1: happening with the bodybuilding schedule? schedule. Wait three months to find out. What do you think, Dave?
0: You, I, that's what I asked you, and then I, when I realized that you weren't even there, it was just a frozen oh. to you.
1: Mike, what's happening with the bodybuilding schedule? Well, what do you think is going to happen? Is it? Gonna, do you think there'll be a season? No. Really? I don't think there'll be a season. Hmm. I oh. don't think there'll be a season because um, what's going to happen is just give the rosiest scenario that people can go and drop their six foot guard. Just. Give a timeline to it. Something really like
0: positive sounding. Well, let's say June 1st, everything starts. Oh, I'm just going to say June 1st. That's what I'm, that's how I'm, I'm viewing
1: thing. Then we get into like weird quasi issues of liability. I'm having a bodybuilding show. Oh really? You're going to have 2,500, 2,000 people there and right. all these competitors within six inches of each other and tanning and this and that. And, yeah. you know, That becomes an issue for some people. And will people be afraid to even go to these things? Well, that. And then the flip side is, yes, will people be afraid to go and start interacting with other people? A lot of people, their gyms are closed. So how do they prepare for shows? Right? I mean, a lot of people are going to throw in the towel, like, who are dieting now. And they're going to say, oh, you know what? I'm just taking the air off.
0: Well, what, people who have access to the gym or who are making do are those—they're the, going to get a huge jump on everyone else because not only if they're in the off season they're going to put on more muscle while everyone's losing muscle, or they're going to have get in great shape while people are screwing up. I think the real hardcore bibles are going to find a way to get a gym, have access to working out and stuff like that. I think very few people are going to sit on their ass at home and do nothing. I, you know, I wouldn't have wouldn't you? I would have found a way. Believe me, I would have know,
1: really I, of course, a lot of people will, but. You know, to, to have successful shows, Bikini, Classic, Men's Open, yeah. the whole gambit, you need lots of participants to sign sure. up. And right. I just don't think... And you know what? The, the the other part is, you know, not to to ring the bell of doom and gloom more, but who's going to have a lot of money to prepare for a show or to attend a show right. if this keeps running on and on and on? Yeah. So it's hurting the economy. Sure. I mean, a lot of people who let's just say you're training people you might be able to if you're hardcore find a gym where you can train you know at seven in the morning secretly five days a week but if you were training eight people a day right and now you're doing zero a day for eight
0: weeks right does that leave you that's true it's it's, it's tough i would have definitely found a gym i'm trying i'm trying to i'm going through my head right now when i lived in new york who who would have given oh, me you the key? Oh, you would have been, yeah. You would have, I would have, been you would have done anything. anything. I, would, yeah. I, would, I, would, I would have definitely been hooked up by someone. Someone would have given me the key to the gym, and I would have snuck yeah. in there at night. Everyone's going like five in the morning to train or four in the morning before the sun comes up. I, I would have just been going at like two in the morning, like at of night. Of Because like, would you know, I, I wouldn't have been able to function that early in no. the morning. I'd be like, no, I'm just going to no. go late. Can I just go late at night, like when everyone's asleep? Like now. Like I would just go now and work out, like when no one's around. So, but, what do you think about the season? I think it, it's. I think it's going to be a challenge to get to that Olympia. I think that. Um, I think they're going to have to do special invite. I think there will be an Olympia. I don't think it's going to be the Olympia Expo. I don't think that's going to take place. I don't think anyone's going to want to go to it. I think people are going to be afraid still, but I think they're going to hold the Olympia because they have to. Do they, and do they think they're about- gonna live stream it and they're gonna find a way to virtually sell booths and sell sponsorships because I, I haven't even talked to Dan, by the way, so I don't know if this is true or not. But they're gonna have Dan's gonna have to sit down with Jake Wood and they're gonna have to hammer out how we're gonna do this thing and make some money from this. And it's gonna have to be done virtually because look, we're all sitting home, we, we want to watch the Olympia. The guys who who are gonna do the Olympia want to be in the Olympia, yeah. right? I mean, so. These guys at the Olympia level will find a way to train. That's not a problem. They'll find a way to get their food. Um, they just need a show to compete at. So, I don't know if Dan would hold it in the same place or if he would find a different venue, maybe in Florida somewhere I don't know, close to his house, and hold it, live stream it. You know, um, put it in a sterile <laughs> a sterile environment. Don't. Can't co see it in person, but you know what? You can watch it for free online, or maybe pay, pay ten bucks Excuse me, pay, pay ten bucks. Or if you get enough sponsors, you don't have to do that. And these supplement companies want to advertise, but if, if they know that hey, I'm going to get to advertise on the Olympia live stream, that's going to be you know valuable resource. You have commercials you run throughout the whole special, and they're going to have to just. I think that would be the way to do it, so that you still have the Olympia, yet. You know, it, you don't just put an asterisk on 2020 season. No Olympia held because of uh, coronavirus plague. You know, <laughs> right? Did they did they have like one year they didn't do like a baseball World Series because they were during wartime or something like that? Right? I don't know. I think so. I think they missed maybe. a couple of seasons or something like that. But th- that would be one way of doing it. Um, there's a possibility that some of the shows at the end of the season, like maybe the NPC Nationals, might be okay because that's in November. I think by then we should be getting the all clear. But like you said, are people going to be scared? Even though they're going to say, okay, it's okay to go back to work. The cases have gone down to zero. But, you know, people are going to still be afraid that the guys or the people that had it, or it's still going around, in other words. There's going to be like a gun-shy like, response. My thing is, you know, are they going to start a new school year in September, you know, or whatever, the end of August, like they always do for colleges and high schools and stuff where it's just people are just going to start doing online school and, and there won't be any more schools. No homeschooling. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure the, the colleges and universities are probably like, enjoying this very much. They're probably like, holy shit, we're losing yeah. a ton of money here.
1: Yeah, it's insane. Think
0: about what Harvard is a year. You know, what is it, like 50, 70 grand a year or something like that to go there?
1: You know, Seventy I think think of all the students that come into the city of Boston with all the universities and just right. the economic trickle down. I know. It's not even trickle down. It's like,
0: it doesn't trickle.
1: It's slam Crazy. dunks down.
0: Do you think people are going to start to like say, all right, you know what? Maybe society's not going to go back to normal after this. Maybe it will to a certain degree, but in a different, in a different incarnation. So we better start discovering different business models of how to make money.
1: Uh, I've thought of that. Um,
0: All these yeah. mom and pop businesses are they going to be able to ever survive this, or is it going to be no. the WalMarts no. and the and the price no. clubs that, that that survive? You know, no,
1: the mom and pops. No, the, <clears throat> I read somewhere the other day. I mean, most businesses have enough capital on hand to like survive.
0: Yeah, I mean, Walmart can make it. They don't get
1: AMC Theater CEO was begging today. Oh, really? Begging on CNBC for a lifeline from the government. Hmm. They, they'll yeah, the never, make yeah, they'll never make it. They'll never make it. They'll have to close every
0: single, every single one down, he said. What about shopping malls? Think about that. Does that, that made, They were in trouble anyway, the shopping malls. The, listen,
1: the first restaurant I thought of is the one that said, we will not be paying our rent in April. Cheesecake Factory. Wow.
0: Thinking with their rent, is that like the oh, – yeah. the, the shopping malls, yeah. But none of the people are going to be able to pay the rent at these malls. No. You, you know – we could be talking in like ten or twenty years from now, or ten—let's say ten years, because who knows if you and I are going to be alive in twenty years. But ten years from now, we could be talking, and people won't even know what a shopping mall is. But shopping mall? Oh, you mean that virtual thing on that, that we go to on on the internet? No, no, no. no you actually were able to go into these stores. They were these humongous uh, buildings with forty thousand know, stores in them. What? Why? Would, really? Yeah. Why, why would you have, you have them when you could just, just walk? Why would yeah. you, want to, why would you yeah. want to walk all that? No. <laughs> you can just go. You <laughs> can just take your phone no. out. And go shopping. <laughs> holographically experience the storm. It's true. It's, it's the, it's the, the I mean, malls weren't
1: doing that We're well. Still, still generally, malls generally, well, malls weren't generally doing well anyway, no, so right. maybe it's the, the death, the death blow to the malls. Know, yeah. The death blow.
0: The, the chromactum. magnum. They say that they want to go to a cashless society so they can control us more. They're telling people don't use cash, right? Because it's got coronavirus on it. That's a good way to get us to stop using cash. Scare the shit out of us. Oh, if you if you touch that dollar bill, you'll probably get the uh, <laughs> coronavirus. <laughs> yeah. die, you know? Oh, boy. It's crazy. It's crazy the world, it. Chris. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, everything. I, would is- have thought, I always look. My, I don't know if you remember when I, when I talk about stuff like this. I always say that nothing happens gradually. It's Punctuated equilibrium, yeah. Gould, this guy Gould, uh, I forget his first name, his theory of evolution was that change doesn't occur, my iPhone is answering, answering punctuated, punctuated equilibrium is a, theory, is a theory out there that evolution doesn't occur gradually by small changes like Darwin insisted. Gould said that it was Big huge events. events and then long periods of stasis meaning nothing happens, everything stays the same. And then boom, huge mutation occurs in the, in, in the animal kingdom. And then it, it radically changes things. And then boom, thousands of years of stasis, you know, nothing happening. And I believe, I believe in that. I actually saw but he, he's no longer with us. He passed that guy, but he, I actually saw him speak at my college, Franklin and Marshall college. And he's, it was, it was when I heard it, I, it just resonated with me. I'm like, that's brilliant. That's because they were, they're always wondering why there's big gaps in the fossil record. In other words, mm-hmm. when they, when they try to find the, the link between man and monkey, they're, they call it the missing link you know that's the, when you hear that term the missing link it's because they want to know who where's that common ancestor yeah. between monkey and ape yeah. and they can't find these there's huge gaps between species between reptiles and amphibians and they don't know where the gradual know they're finding fossil remains in there they should find transition you know creatures yeah, it's not, that are yeah. between. it does not exist. Like, all of a sudden, boom, there's a new thing there. And that's, you know, that's that's his theory. He's like, well, because there are no transitions. It's a huge mutation that occurs and changes everything radically. And then that becomes the new norm. And then it stays like that for thousands <laughs> of years until you get another huge random mutation that's actually, obviously, the mutation has to be functional. Because if it's not functional, it just dies off, you know. And so that's what the society's at. We're at this point where we're going to have a we have going to have a huge change because of what's going on here. And we whoever the people who can adapt will adapt and the other ones will just die off. And that's just yeah. how it works, you know. And now whether we caused it or some other country caused it or someone caused this virus to be released and basically sped up the, the process, I, we don't know and I don't know if we'll ever know. You know. Yeah. Is China going to get a benefit financially from this of course they are but that doesn't mean that they released the virus i mean it 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 seems like they're benefiting from it but they've also lost a lot of people over there you know now a lot of people say well they don't care about their people they they wanted to lose these people they were just old people anyway (laughs) i don't believe that i don't necessarily believe that i don't know if you do or not but you know it's not our fault that they make everything right no, they make all the supplies we need them it wasn't like all of a sudden they're making it they always made it we always yeah. bought all the supplies from them so of course we, we we should be happy that they're back to work over there otherwise we won't have enough medical supplies to fucking take care of all the problems yeah. that we have here right no no you're right you
1: you're in terms of
0: it's our own fault the, if we bought yeah. everything from fucking from the uk or from uh, australia then we could just. Then they would benefit from this, you know. Then people, when people say that the UK released this thing in China, so is that know. what you're leaning that that it was? So that Dave Palumbo's official statement? No, I have no official statement. I don't know. I don't know. But you do you like conspiracy theories or not like them? I do. I like the. I like the I idea are, They're exciting, but but I don't necessarily. I think that we go too crazy with them. Yeah. It, the virus is man-made. Okay, it was man-made in Wuhan, China.
1: How do we know it was
0: made? Because because just the, you could see the 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 components of the, on the virus. No, Paul, Dr. Paul Cottrell. watch it. Go Google him. If,
1: if I can get in touch with Bob i he's go in. to
0: go to his go to Paul Dr. Paul Cottrell's YouTube channel and watch his stuff. He he documents how this virus was synthesized, and we knew it. It wasn't it wasn't made so that it could be released. It was made because they were studying it and how it interacted. So we said, let's it see. Was, we can, it was made to, if
1: to make the virus be a killer
0: better. or to. No, they wanted to see if they can make it, you know, better, in other words, more efficient, because they remember viruses can be used to transmit genes and using CRISPR technique and stuff like that. So they wanted to make the ideal virus that can be, you know, used for good purposes, but you know, that's used for bad purposes too. Take a take a common, you know, like respiratory virus, coronavirus, and and what's the one thing that it doesn't do that well? Well, it doesn't, it doesn't penetrate the cells that well. So it could be spread easily, but it doesn't. A lot of people don't get sick from it. So they took this thing and they made it better. They made it better at penetrating the cells, so that it affected us more uh, potently. And that's why this virus is, is so. Uh, I guess you could say why they're making such a big deal about it because there was no other virus that we ever knew of that that was transmitted this easily. <laughs>
1: I guess the bigger, not the bigger. You just thing. got me infected from just sneezing right know, over the computer.
0: I know That's how I know. The virulent this thing is. You know,
1: you know what's insane, dude. I tell my kids today, I'm just joking, because they're bored out of their minds. Yeah. And it's Sunday, and we went for a ride, a ride yesterday in the car. Right. You want to go for an ice cream? Oh no, we can't do that. Amusement park? No. Jump park? No. Movies? No. Mall? No. Uh, let's go visit uh, my mother. I oh, can't do that. Chris, so like, let's go let's
0: look at real estate. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, let's go look at real estate. Real That's estate in the go. toilet. I go in the backyard yeah. and look at fish. You, wanna, you go to yeah. look at yeah, real yeah, estate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like people who haven't reduced their prices yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like. <laughs> I, so I asked you, you never answered my question via text. I said, when do you think it will be a good time to go, buy, if you have money, to go buy stuff? Like when are people going to start getting desperate and selling shit real cheap?
1: Um, When. People really start to die. I mean, that's just the fact of the way capitalism works. When the bad news crescendos, uh, or or starts to really peak, then that's going to cause a lot of panic, and people will have to sell things for the less than they bought because they're going to do this. Honey, we don't have any money, so we have to sell our second house on the water in. Miami because we need it for survival, but we paid 500. We're going to sell it for 300. Well, we just start, you know, in the last three weeks, our stocks worth 100 go down to 60,000. So uh, people sell because of the the pain, the fear, and then the reality that they need to raise cash just to get by Hmm. people who have lost their jobs, people who lost their business. So it's Mm -hmm. coming. It's coming. I don't know what it is, but it's coming.
0: I'm waiting for the guys who are selling the snakes that I want real cheap. You, know, <laughs> <get> <laughs> you want those, You want the the
1: albino alligator? Yeah, the albino. Alligator. The, then you can justify it. You can tell you why. Well, you know, I know, so I know, I shouldn't have it, but they, they're giving it away. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're giving it away. Why wouldn't I take it?
0: Exactly. It's
1: like Two thousand
0: Ron, bucks. Ronnie Coleman posted a great picture from like he's been posting pictures on his Instagram. I've been watching. You know, he's got like almost 4 million followers on Instagram. So wow. he put this great picture of himself. 2005.
1: I can know. I could. Sure. That's 2005, Dave. Let's see how Is fast it? I. Yes, you I sure? can pick. Wait, that could be
0: 06. 03. I think he looks like 03 now. Is
1: it? I think 05.
0: I don't know. Maybe. It looks like an 03. 03. He was the wackiest. So I thought that was the 03 picture, but I could be wrong. He didn't really say when it was from. Did he?
1: You want to know something? Jay, he was wacky in 03. Go look how big both him and Jay was in 04. Jay was enormous in 04. No, he was great in 04.
0: So he's a freak. He was a freak for sure. And uh, I think a lot of people don't know what the hell to do with themselves. They're just trying to, you know, On a day-to-day basis? I, I, I still don't have enough time to do everything I want to do. I, I thought I'd have a little more extra time. I, I, I wrote something, Chris, and I, did, I forgot I wrote this. This is how crazy I, my memory is nowadays because I have so much going on. Before I went into uh, uh, Camp Fed, as we like to call it, my little prison stint, I wrote a screenplay. Not a screenplay. I wrote a book. I wrote a book about uh, being in jail, but I was being framed for murder, and it was like a murder mystery. And, I'm, and I, I saw it on my computer hard drive. I'm like, "What the hell is this?" So I start reading it, and I'm like, "Holy well, are shit!" You impressed stuff? with it? You you've, like, you've, I, 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 it I, 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 You know what happens? I start editing it. I'm like, "Wait a second, what? Did I, this was, I just wasn't needed here." And I'm start changing things, and I'm like, "I don't even know what happens in this thing. I don't even remember. That's how long ago? Let's say it was 05. so it was what, fifteen years ago. I wrote this thing, and so I, I'm re- I read about ten or fifteen pages." A like hundred pages I wrote. I'm like, when did I fucking have time to write this thing? How yeah, can I, I have the time right now to do this? Well, I was I was I was my life was different. I didn't have any responsibilities then. I was gonna go to jail. Sit home at night and write it. It was therapeutic for me. It was it was semi semi-autobi- autobiographical You know, I based it on the minus murder. the murders. Minus the murders and the and the char- I changed character names, but there were some characters in there that that relate that were in my life, and I made up my own characters and uh it, I, I'm like, you know what? It was a very creative thing I did, and I, I now, now I'm now interested to read through the whole thing. I still haven't I haven't even been able to sit down. And I'm now I'm reading. I'm watching The Tiger King on, on Netflix. I I should be rewriting my my manuscript. You should that. publish it. You should publish it. <laughs> I I don't think it was that good. I think it needs work. But I think I was the framework of it's pretty good, you know. I think if I sat and developed it, you a little probably more, could
1: get Dan Solomon to get you sell the movie rights to it. He's a salesman,
0: he, well, he can make the movie for it, right? Yeah, he's how did yeah. the
1: how did the weed of movie ever do?
0: I don't think it did very well. I don't think it did well. You know what? It, it's one of these movies, Chris, that for bodybuilders, it's great. We'd love it, yeah, but yeah, because the it, general. Because we the general public are like, who fucking cares about yeah, Joe? They don't, they don't care. care. If, now, if it was, if it was a controversial Joe Weeder movie,
1: yeah,
0: about his life, then it would be a different story, you yeah. know. But it wasn't. It was like kind of just, you know, it was like it was just a story. It was a biographical story, you know. You got to wait twenty more years before you can make the real controversial, you know, Joe Weeder, you know, movie. Yeah, you know, that, would, that wins the Academy Award. You know, let's face it. What movie was one of the greatest like autobiographical movies? Raging Bull, right? It won an Academy Award. Martin Scorsese did it. Robert De Niro acted in it. But, and and it was written by the guy who, you know, Jake LaMotta himself wrote that movie. But it was brutally honest. You know, it showed all how fucked up he was, in addition to how great he was, right? (laughs) You can't have a a blockbuster movie unless you show the main character. You gotta gotta show the
1: flaws. You gotta show the flaws.
0: That movie didn't really show any flaws in Joe. It was just a it was a great movie because it was a feel good movie. I didn't really know his life story, so I enjoyed it just to learn about his life story. But it really wasn't like anything uh, blockbusterish, you know, mm-hmm. about the industry. And it's because it's too fresh. Can't do it right now. Um, it's got to be when people are dead and buried. That's that's when you make that stuff. And um, but I thought it was I thought it was a, I thought it was a great. Uh, it for posterity purposes to have that in the in the in the uh, in the, the library the, file, the, the the body you know the bodybuilding archive so to speak it's a great movie and they and and it was well acted they had good actors and stuff like that so I thought they did a good job with it in, in that sense I just didn't think it was that controversial for, so that a normal like my my dad wouldn't have enjoyed it probably you know so oh, here we go again with the <laughs> I gotta plug in the you gotta talk all right talk. <laughs> I'm here. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna. Oh, I'm gonna get oh, up. No. I, gotta, I gotta pull the baby monitor. In. <laughs>
1: Dave's gotta go. What happened? Logan's up. This is what happens. Dave's. My kids are. It's one a.m. Dave's kids go to bed at eleven thirty. Then we start the radio show at eleven forty-five. My sixteen and fourteen-year-old are in bed at nine thirty, so that they can be up. So that shows you the Dave Palumba lifestyle when he says he's going to be training at 2 a.m. if he was still competing during the coronavirus scare. That is true. So let's see. Today I did – anyone catch my Instagram live? I've been doing them every day. Maybe you can go to my Instagram and check it out because I'm bored out of my mind during the day. And uh, I'm stuck inside most of the day, which I hate. So, and I know people are stuck inside a lot of the day. So I've been doing Instagram live a little bit, I think every day. I'm going to try to get Evan to call over his house. Uh, Evan sent to pony in the next couple of days. Uh, who else did I get? Today I got Ron Partlow, um, which is pretty funny. We yapped, caught up on things that we've been doing together, competing and prepping and gossiping for like the last 14 years. Um, what else is happening? Dave's hell bent on this man-made virus, huh? He's going to buy into the conspiracy. It's going to get, he's going to build on it every week because he's going to watch tons of stuff on the internet. And then he's going to, it's going to shape, shape where he thinks that the virus came from. And then he's going to come up with some grand conspiracy theory at the end. It's crazy, though, right? Nobody's working. Everyone's locked in their house. You know, I know people in Italy locked in their house. And I'm not making fun of it, just the amazing scope. Spain locked in their house. Vietnam locked in their house. Hong Kong not locked in their house, but pretty restricted to some degree. To some degree. Gyms are closed. Uh, Evans locked in his house. Ron Partlow was locked in his house. Uh, what other countries? Colombia locked down. Brazil restricted. England, of course, now Luke Sandow, all said they're locked down. Kuwait, Rambi's locked down. I, I, I don't know if the restrictions have been lifted in Kuwait. I'm pretty sure they're still there. Um, You name it. You know, you know, it's a big deal when me and Dave spend the whole entire time. Dave, I said, you know, the coronavirus is a, a damn big deal when we spend the whole entire time talking about it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's insane. I was just saying when you were gone, like I was naming all the countries where I know someone. There's a lot of them. Every- right. And, and everyone's in like a lockdown.
0: I guess this. My, it's my Italian bodybuilders I work with are freak, a really freaking out.
1: Well, but the death rate is ten hit ten thousand today.
0: It's it's bad there. They got but you know what they have a, They found that they have an older population there too. So I yeah. think that's yeah, why there's a lot more. Yeah, I saw that too. So. I saw that too. And someone did tell me it's you know. Most, you know, the people, the problem is with this thing is it becomes dehumanized because they start you get these mathematicians, these statisticians in there who are giving getting all the stats. And if you know someone who died, the stats are like, <clears throat> who gives a fuck about the stats, right? You know, someone who died. You know, I don't know. Luckily, I don't know anyone who's died from it. Um, I know a few people that have it, though. I know some bodybuilders that have it, actually. I'm not going to say who, but
1: you have to tell I, me air if I can.
0: Yeah. No one, you know, it's, I'm talking about, like, you know, just just. Regular bodybuilders, no one like who's at the elite level that I know of. But pretty soon we'll we'll know a lot of people that have it. You know, that's just the way it's going to be. And people are going to have it and they're going to get over it. And that's all. Hopefully there'll be no residual damage. I hope I don't get it, but you know, if there's a chance that I could get it. I go out, you know, to get groceries and stuff like that. You go out for the bagels in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. I go every morning. I went for, I did a run on a paper towel run at Dollar General today. They have them.
1: Oh, they do. I have a it tons, of, tons of paper towels, tons of toilet paper.
0: I keep, I keep. Well, the can I
1: tell you pe- when I bought the toilet paper? The lady said, "I hope you get the coronavirus." I'm dead no, serious.
0: No, why did she say that? The little old
1: lady. I said, I turned to her and said, "Right, right away." You know me, Dave.
0: Yeah. F you. Why did she say I, that? She, why did she say that to you?
1: She thought I was a hoarder of the. You know, like there was a run on toilet paper. This well, how, much, about, how many
0: paper towels did you buy? I mean, how much toilet paper did you buy?
1: Well, what happened? A lot. A full, a full like grocery cart. Oh, you but, did! But it's like a neighborhood grocery store, and I went. and I first said, Do "You, you know, how much can I have?" And they said, "We have tons. Take all you yeah. want."
0: Oh, good. All right.
1: well, so everyone was in line getting the toilet paper, and my issue was before I had the slew of cancellations, the people cleaning the Airbnbs.
0: Oh, you need the toilet paper again for that?
1: No, the People were leaving, and they'd steal all the toilet paper. Oh.
0: <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Yeah. They'd go in the
1: cleaner's closet, oh, which really? is not, like, bolted
0: down. It's just, right. you
1: know, and they would steal all the toilet paper. Ugh.
0: So you so, bought an extra toilet paper, I guess. So
1: not little old lady. She's maybe in her 60s. She said, I hope you die of the coronavirus. I, said, I did, Can you imagine? I just said, fuck you. <laughs> I, I can't believe she that. said
0: that to you, though. I can't. Lewis I can't and Maine. You. Books market. Should say, I have 25 kids. What do you want me to do? I said, Mind your own business. You should, you know, you should have said, You should have said, I have an old age home that you may be living in one day, Dave. Soon,
1: you, you, you listen.
0: <laughs> you
1: can ask my wife, <laughs> you can text her tomorrow. You know what I told her?
0: What I said,
1: <laughs> I you can't make this up.
0: We didn't I, communicate about because this it because
1: it was a lie. It was a lie. First, I it's true that I told her to go for herself, and yeah. then I told her. And it was for my Airbnbs, but I told her, I'm bringing this to Portland for my father's in a, who's who's been dead one year on April 4th. I'm bringing it to the memory loss center. They don't have any toilet paper. (laughs) Without missing a beat, and here you are today. You should have. That's exactly what I told her. Yeah, well, that's that,
0: that's obvious. You I just and thought. I think alike. You, but you and, and I, I think was, alike.
1: I thought yeah. it was too obnoxious to say on the okay. air. <laughs>
0: I would have said, <laughs> "I own a, I own a, I own a retirement home." And you're, you're I said I was headed, taking it to my father's memory loss center. They yeah. don't have any. My father can't take a shit. He has no toilet paper over there. He's using uh, diapers because he can't – because there's no toilet paper left because people like you are going in there and stealing it. Yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) Well, you know, that's foreshadowing what's coming. I mean this was just in the very beginning when we had the crazy toilet paper.
0: I I really don't think we're going to have food or um, supply shortages, Chris. I think that we, we got that initial shortage because people went crazy. Crazy, yeah. And lost their mind right away because yeah. that's what they do in this in this country. They panic and they overbuy stuff. I I hope that all the people who bought up all the milk and eggs, I hope it rots in your fucking kitchen. No, it, fucking it, it, stinks. It, the run was on the toilet paper and hot pockets. <laughs> you know, people <laughs> bought all the milk up too originally. Now it's I mean, they got it all back, but people just don't think. But you know what? Once the people bought all the toilet paper, they don't need to buy any more now. So it's it'll become available again supplies are not going to stop because number one we need to keep industry going in this country right and number two there'll always be delivery okay delivery people are not losing their jobs anytime soon you know i was making a joke with the ups guy I said if, you, if they shut down ups we're all fucking done yeah you know that. then you know it's armageddon you know because that's just not going to happen so yeah, there might be. There was a two-three week, not even was it two weeks that you couldn't get toilet paper and, and yeah. paper towels. Now they're all it's all back inside because you know what they did? They called the factory and they're like, "All right, you better increase fucking pro- production a thousandfold because we're making a fortune." I have a friend who runs, runs a supermarket. He told me that fucking they're oh, booming yeah. with business. Yeah, totally. He's, he was, was worried he wasn't like getting, crazy. Yeah, he wasn't. He was worried he wasn't going to get his March bonus because if they don't hit a certain amount of sales. And they didn't know what to do. They're like, we couldn't figure out how to increase business. We just were having a really bad march. And then all of a sudden, this coronavirus hits, and boom! He said we had a record month. You know, and I'm do you sure think, April will be a record. Do
1: you month. think uh, this will put a dent in some companies, supplement companies' sales? I know I you have a huge following of health nuts, Dave. So I won't
0: say go. who, but I've already had people asking me how I was doing, and and that they said they were doing poorly. And I'm and I'm you know I'm going to be honest. I'm doing very well because. I sell health supplements, so if you want to fortify your immune system, you're going to buy species nutrition products because they're the best at, because of the vitamin and minerals uh, you know that I sell, they're all chelated minerals, they're very high dosage of stuff, we know this fortifies the immune system same thing with my essential fatty acids the you know fiber to cut down on toilet paper consumption so we're selling a lot of fiber and a lot of bemineralized and and of course people can't get a lot of people can't get good sources of protein in the supermarket because retards are buying it all up so we're selling a lot of protein so and and uh, protein pudding protolized. But, so but you, you heard someone else has taking a hit. Well, I think the I think the people who are selling like you know pre workouts and 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 some of the amino acid stuff and some of the stem products and mental focus and car products I think those are hurting because I think people not interested in that right now they want to just stay healthy you know at this point yeah and they don't sure. want to um you know they don't want to go to the hospital you know and, and with with coronavirus so they're that's what their main you know thing is but I've always I've always had a steady business Chris you know whether the economy is up or down because I sell to a very loyal base of customers who just That's want top key. quality top supplements. You know that people won't skimp on themselves, especially during a, a, a crisis of of, uh, of where your immune system has to be, you know, fortified against a virus. You're not going to cut back on your health supplements. I mean, well, that, you have, you
1: you, do that. you have fanatically loyal customers.
0: Yes. Yeah. And I am always getting new ones because you know what we do? We do. I do a lot. The yeah, reason I, fanatically do loyal customers. I do sales, I'll tell you why. Not because, because I really don't like to do sales because it, I think it, you know, it just, it devalues the product. But I do sales because I want people who've never used the product to try the product. And when people see when we do a really big sale, especially if we have short dated product, I'll do like half off, you know, half price sales. Because it gives people the opportunity to use the products. And then when they use them, they're like, oh my God, this stuff is really good. We're going to continue using it, so we we gain new customers that way. And once again, we grow slowly, but but it's a, it's a solid company in the sense that we have people that are repeat users of the products. And so that's what I'd ra- I'd rather have that than to say, oh my God, Mike's overhead is a, a million dollars a month, and if I don't make ten million a month, I, I can't pay my bills. You know, mm-hmm. so I don't want to live with that. That's too that's too scary for me. I'd rather know that I'm making. This much money every month and this is my my overhead is low so that when we hit times like this i don't have to worry about it i mean basically we operate the business from the second building on our property here i mean it's it's great so and we do all the marketing there and obviously we do arcs muscle there so it's it's that's why i said my life hasn't changed one bit i'm doing the same thing i do all the time you know except i'm just educating people about a virus and it sucks i'd rather not be doing i mean i'd rather be educating about how to put on muscle you know but this is the times we're living in and you know, we got to adapt. And I, I think people feel better. I, I was, I got a lot of good feedback from the show we did last week, Chris, because I think people felt better about the whole situation after hearing us talk about it. And you and I probably feel like we're over talking about it, but I think people, it oh, makes, puts
1: them well, I'll make them feel better. We're all going to die. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, you listen, because people ask me all the time. Um, because the shit has hit the fan for a lot of businesses. Yeah. And uh, we are, you, you got to back out of it. You got to think like, um, either the shit is going to hit the fan so bad that it's the end of the world or not. So chances are very strong that it's not the end of the world. Yeah. Um, and that gives you perspective on, you know, we're going to hit a period where it's going to seem like the shit is hitting the fan even greater. And then things are going to settle down, which is the the curve they keep talking about, right?
0: You know, flattening out the curve. The problem is that will the curve, once they flatten it out and they send people back to work, will it go up again? That's the only thing that's 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 unknown.
1: The second wave.
0: A lot of people have been trying to get dumbbells because I've been telling people, just get dumbbells. Buy those adjustable dumbbells. Because you know what? You could, you know, the ones that did sit in like a yeah. rack and you can yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. size you know, which ones you want, so to speak. You know, they have different sets. They have ones up to 50. And you, know, you can do the ones up to 50. That's for most people, that's enough, especially for women. Um, but I mean, they have ones up to hundred you know, 50 pounds probably you can get. And it doesn't take up any room. Think about what you just make the investment. You buy it and they ship it to you. I mean, yeah. who cares? You have it in your house. You can do anything with dumbbells. <laughs> If you Think about it, Chris. If you had uh, up to 150-pound dumbbells or even 120-pound dumbbells, okay, in your house. In a split what, bench? Right. Tell me what I, exercise you cannot do. I, I can tell What up. body part? Tell me what body part you wouldn't be able to do. You could do anything if you got creative. Yeah, you could do everything with them. Everything.
1: Dave, could I can
0: do yeah. lunge. You could do leg. I mean, you could do everything. Deadlift with them.
1: You probably – you won't become a better bodybuilder, but – you know, what, when you're limited with the selection of equipment that you use, you, you're you forced to. You know, when you go like this, oh, my gosh, I didn't know the gym closes in 20 minutes and I got to do chess. And you say, yeah, that was yeah, one of the best chess workouts in history.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: It's absolutely. the same when you only have a little bit of equipment. Yeah. Not only do you have to stay very basic, but you have to be able to. Learn, which a lot of people don't because of machines, how to work a muscle through the correct and proper range of motion to keep yeah. the tension on the muscle to get it to respond. So there's some ups. I mean, there's some sort of weird, odd benefit
0: if you're training in yeah. a limited environment. Do, do you know how many learn times – You teach yourself new stuff. Do you know how many times I went to the gym, Chris, holidays or on weekends or I was traveling where – like the gym's like oh we're closing in fifteen minutes I'm like all right that's all right I'll, I'll work out they're like no nah, yeah, we're closing in fifteen minutes we no I'll do legs I'll do squats I'll do yeah, three sets yeah, of eighty yeah. I would run through the gym and and <laughs> and in fifteen minutes do everything and they'd be closing the door and you know I was like three hundred pounds so and I still everyone else they're kicking out and they're like afraid to tell me to leave and like I'm still in the back they're like we're gonna sweep up the locker room you can you can do you can stay another ten minutes you know I'm like yes I can double I could do ten more sets now. <laughs> That's what it's like now. So Yeah, but you, you could do everything with dumbbells. Really? I mean, you got to just be creative. And you know what? You'll find you'll get a better workout because, like you said, they're all free weights. And so you always get a good workout with free weights. I've been swimming in my pool every day a couple laps. <laughs> I feel like I grew. I feel bigger already. You know? I'm just doing some swimming. So you, you, look, improvise. It's not going to be forever that you're not going to be able to go back to the gym. The gyms will open way before you know society opens, so to speak. I lost Chris again. I can't believe it. This must be this must be the reason why we must have to end the show. The take home message of today's show is: don't quit. Don't quit. And I always tell you this: if you don't quit, you can't fail. And sometimes our, I guess you could say, our juju is challenged. Our mental fortitude is challenged. Can we get through this? Can we still make this happen? Can we still be a good bodybuilder without equipment, without a gym, without the right food? You have to find a way to make it happen because we're all in the same boat, okay? And we will get through this and people, the gyms will open up again and the supermarkets will be fully functional again and all the restaurants will open again. Where will you be? Will you be six months behind everyone? Or will you be ahead of the curve because you were neurotically and, you know, uh, focused enough on what your goals were to not stop and not quit. Don't miss meals. Don't miss workouts. Come out of this a better body. Are you sure? Mine's still clicking. The thing says live over here. (laughs) (laughs) Live Live 120. Oh, no. Yeah. 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 It's still going. You're right. I didn't end the broadcast. I thought I did. (laughs) Did we say anything we shouldn't have? Huh? Did we say anything we shouldn't have?
1: People are depressed. It's, 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 I understand, you know?
0: I understand too. Think
1: think of the context, Dave. Everyone is not going to work. I mean, people are working from home. Do you know how many people I have rebooking Airbnbs? I've worked from home. You work from home and you hold all the time, right? Yeah, yeah. nothing changes. I get people, hi, my name is Dave. Uh, I live right outside of Portland. This is my seventh uh, business day at home. I'm going completely stir crazy. <laughs> seven, day,
0: seven days to, to start yes. crazy.
1: I'm, you would think it was seven months, this, right? This is on Airbnb. I'm, I should post one on Instagram. Um, can I rent your place on Tuesday and Wednesday? I just need to bring my laptop. And, you know, so I'm going to bring some food with me right. and I'm just going to work because either like my wife's driving me crazy because I'm right. home. We're both home or the kids are home or, you know, I'm just I just can't. <laughs> it's all crazy. Yeah. I know. And you know what, Dave? You know what the crazy thing is? Some people are social animals, like heavy duty. I mean, no, you're home. You're with your wife and kids all day. And that fits you. You know, I was kidding with Jay. Jay's like, I'm home all the time alone anyway. Right. But some people have to be around people, you know,
0: all the time. Yeah, yeah. Well, at least the Sergio's got. Is Chris Cormier still living
1: in his ass? I think they're in, they, they're still in Australia. I think. I think there's no. Oh, flights they got stuck there. They got. I don't, any, I don't think there's any flights back.
0: I think Chris loves that stuff. You know, when Chris loves getting stuck in foreign countries, he's probably oh, yeah, got yeah, to yeah. yeah. get yeah. yeah. married, married, a girlfriend. girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. smoking. <laughs> <laughs> the two of
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> them yeah. the probably, probably got married. It. Yeah.
0: They got married and divorced before they even came back. (laughs) (laughs) All right. As we say every week here on Heavy Muscle Radio, Chris, with Heavy Muscle Radio, the truth is painful and it hurts. See you next week.